And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Greenlight Reviews is back. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And let us discuss a French film uh-huh. called The Class. Yes. I'm sure that you won't be surprised to learn that the title refers to a class of students, in this case junior high students, in a kind of tough section of Paris, France. The novelist Francois Begodeau wrote a book about his experience as a teacher, then he turned it into a screenplay, and he plays himself in the film, although he calls himself Francois Meron. The director is Laurent Canté, and he spent almost a year sitting in the class studying these kids, and he cast children who have never acted before. And I think it turned out very, very well. It's a remarkable film. No question about it. It is a remarkable film. Francois, the teacher, is trying to be very innovative, and he wants all the kids to write a self-portrait of themselves. And even though he wants this to happen, most of his time in the classroom is spent disciplining the kids Some of it is very dramatic. Yeah, and some of it's a little tedious, I think, like any class. True. I felt it was fascinating because of the individuality of the students and the way they allowed themselves to be seen on good days and bad. And in this picture, no one escapes the flaw detector, not the teacher, not his other colleagues, and not the kids. There are no real villains here. There are no true heroes. But I think... What is so fascinating, Les, is that the French classroom is remarkably different from the Americans' classrooms. And I would say that there is a great deal more latitude in the French class regarding the curriculum and the way that the students are allowed to challenge not only what they're learning in school, but the private life of their teacher. They can talk about the home life and the background of their fellow students. I mean, there are so many issues that are allowed to be discussed within a classroom. It was just utterly unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And I think what bothered me about the film is there was so much personal stuff going on within the classroom that I didn't really feel these kids were being taught. Oh, I think much. they were learning so much more than just grammar. Oh, Remember, sure. This class was to teach them the basics of French language. That can be a pretty dull and stark subject for anybody. Here, you had a bunch of kids, most of them square pegs and round holes. They were experimenting with their thought process. And here was a teacher who wanted them to debate certain parts of their lives and certain issues that were not part of the class lesson. That's why I thought the movie was great. Well, I think the movie is very, very interesting. I did have a problem with it, though. Number one, the teacher, Francois, turned into somebody that I didn't like very much. Really? Yeah. I thought that he was very, very patient through much of the year. I would say so. (laughs) And then finally, the kids pushed his buttons, and he really (laughs) flew off the handle, and he never got them back. Oh, I don't agree with you at all. I think he did get them back. I think that they were all supportive of him in the final moments of that movie when they surrounded him, when he handed out their life stories that they had bound in nice little books so that they could take them home. I think they had great memories of that year, and they surrounded him and embraced him and actually kissed him because they had so much true affection for this guy. They went through a real group therapy session for one year. And remember, these are 14-year-old kids. They're always going to be moody and sullen. That's what's going on with kids 
who are going through that awful time, that transition period between childhood and adulthood when they're trying to figure out their homework, their home life, and their hormones. That's very true. But I guess for me, there was not enough of a storyline in this film, a spine. Well, this is a documentary, remember. This is not a screenplay per se. This is not a fictional piece of work. This is a group of students who gathered, and they had three cameras in there for over a year. And it was the real students who were reacting to what the teacher was giving them to learn. And they were encouraged to debate and create situations. This was very, very well done, I thought. I thought it was well done, but I guess for me, it was a little bit too much like every other film about students in a classroom that I have seen over my lifetime. For me, this film missed a little bit, and because of that, I am giving it a very bright yellow light. Well, I loved everything about the movie. I thought it was terrific that you saw adults encouraging, applauding, and expecting kids to talk openly in a classroom situation about whatever it is that's bothering them. So because of the brilliance, I think, of the story and the excellent direction, the class for me gets really high marks. It gets an A, or we would say in our critic speak, a green light. This is one class I think a lot of people should audit. Okay, if you want to audit this class, tell a man sent you. <laughs> she gives it a green light. I enjoyed the film a lot. I really did. I know you did. I'm kind of testing you the way the kids were testing their teacher, I think. Well, gee, you've never done that before, <laughs> have you, Anne? Maybe I'm pushing your <laughs> buttons. <laughs> Maybe so, because I gave it a bright yellow light. So one green light and one yellow light for the class. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.